Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today we are continuing our Arcana series. I'm joined by B and Audrey, and the Arcana series is where we use the 22 major Arcana tarot cards to facilitate conversations about life, growth and transformations. Today we are looking at the chariot. Card number seven. Seven or eight, but number the eighth card in the deck, but it has number seven on it. Mm. Yeah. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. How's everyone feeling today? Um, check in. Check in slightly flat. Okay. Um, flat earther? Yeah. Cool. We live in a firmament. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on spiritual awakenings that's that was my first spiritual awakening is being a flat earther oh no <laughs> that's just for the record it's sarcasm yeah what's flat earther oh <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea stop you haven't heard of flat earthers no it's like people that believe in the conspiracy that the earth is flat oh even though science says otherwise mm. they're like no the earth is flat because you can, like, they say that you can, like, see the edge of it or something. I don't know. There's lots of, there's, like, mm. a whole thing about it on yeah. the internet. And people would just call them Eartha. Like, in the name Eartha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the name. I don't know if there's name Eartha. Yeah. Bertha. Like, Space Arthur. is not real. The Earth is flat. It's, like, simulation vibes. Yeah. Uh. Takes takes things into a slightly different different energy but yeah i Sorry. wasn't quite on the conspiracy train more just a bit yeah, yeah flat flat <laughs> earth is probably more excited than i am okay today. well cool sorry i brought it into conspiracy territory <laughs> let's, let's move now on we can't that. get out do we go down that rabbit hole how are you doing jody um feeling i was just saying before feeling clumsy mm. Mm. And I, I'm not ever clumsy. Things knocking over, things moving around. And I'm like, mm. oh, what's trying to tell me what? Maybe I'm just having a clumsy day. Yeah, I, but, I um, resonate with mm. that. I'm feeling sticky. So I feel like we're flat, we're clumsy, we're sticky. Mm. Great start. <laughs> I'm excited. Welcome, guys. <laughs> it's important that we acknowledge that it's okay that we all have off days sometimes. Mm. And yeah. I wonder how we're going to transform throughout this episode. Yeah, mm. I'm excited. The chariot's an interesting one. There's some kind of, I sense action coming. It's rich. Mm. It's rich in symbolism. It's, yeah, this is a card <laughs> of movement. This um. represents sort of the end of one of the cycles. So you can split the journey of spiritual ascension in the major arcana into three sections of seven mm -hmm. um and this is sort of the end of the first the first level really the hierophant is a move away from the nice bit at the beginning but now we've completed a cycle of sorts and beyond this we're into we're into new grounds it's funny, I was going to say before when you asked how we were, that I feel like we're relating back to our Pisces podcast. <clears throat> I feel like I'm in the depths, swimming around mm -hmm. and in the dark, but like finding out what's happening 
trying to sort of figure things out and for when this cycle ends of this zodiac cycle Mm -hmm. then it starts what in a few days the new one yeah which is quite apt for this cycle finishing true we're starting into we're getting in some action so maybe maybe b can give us a little lowdown about the card the chariot in the tarot and then we'll see what kind of conversations come come from that maybe inspired by our lives inspired by psychology i don't know there's some let's see let's see let's be curious well dear listener we've made it to the chariot well done if you've kept up this far still got plenty to go but this definitely marks you know period of celebration so we start with number seven at the top, Roman numerals, V-I-I. I quite like this because it almost looks a bit like the chariot itself uh, in terms of its imagery. You have sort of the V as the sort of container and then the I-I's are these two mm. kind of sphinxes as we see in the front of the card, but more on that later. Symbolically, we have five and two, so five's all about change, but two is all about balance. And together they make seven. And um, seven is one of the most uh, spiritual numbers that you can get. So it means logic, understanding, spirituality and and intellect. Um, Number seven is all about the search for deeper meaning. And seven is repeated all over the place. Seven days of the week, seven wonders of the world, Mm. seven notes in a scale, seven heavens, seven prime colours. So So interesting. I did not think about that. When you said seven appears everywhere, I was like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) My head, I was like, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Prove it. Yeah, prove it. No, I, honestly, the first one you said seven days a week blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first one. I was like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You know, what, seven days a week. I mean, week. I knew there was seven days of the week, but like, that make like, why is it seven? Exactly. Yeah. You know? You don't think about it. Why is it seven? That's a strange number. Yeah. Four yeah. makes sense. It's like a, it, 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 it works out somehow. Why Seven's like that? the number of truth seeking, which is what all we do in about... a week. <laughs> all about what this card represents Mm. um like the magician we have a yellow background and we've got we've got a sort of i don't know he's he's this kind of like androgynous prince type figure i don't know it's like he doesn't really need gendering but i keep going to him because i don't know Um, well we can unpack that later maybe yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. There's <laughs> something about it's like I don't know his luscious locks or something. <laughs> and so this figure sits in this. Well, it's a chariot, so it's like a sort of Roman chariot <laughs> with a ceiling. <laughs> Just made you know. it's like something about well, he sits in. Well, it's a chariot. Like, oh shit. <laughs> chariot <laughs> it's like kind of a chariot of some sort it's, 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 like, a say, it's like a car it's like an old car <laughs> with, with, with it might be pulled by horse yeah or vehicles, wheels maybe like, yeah. i don't know 
And I didn't even register when you said it. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, am I just, I feel a bit dumb right now anyway. So. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a whimsical vehicle. It's whimsical. Old. He actually also doesn't sit. That's so wrong. He's very much standing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm leaning in to see like now. That. Oh, it's more like a parade float. Yes. <laughs> it is like a parade. Exactly. Um, like a Macy's Thanksgiving parade in New York. Or Pride. Yeah. It's going to it's, Pride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. True, less capitalistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> more camp. <laughs> he has a crown with a star. He wears armor um so on his head you have a star on his shoulders you have these two crescent moons and on his chest plate you have a nice white square three of these things together sort of represent the stars celestial bodies the moon cosmic cycles and then the square is supposed to represent earth so there's this there's this flow between states He wears armor, but more on that later because it's sort of like the armor of the armor of will and the armor of of intellect. It's the cosmic armor, and on his belt and on his skirt slash tunic, you have a lot of um, zodiac sim- symbolism. So these are all zodiac signs. So there, there's a big spiritual theme in this big thing of divine protection divine timing and yes spiritual guidance move down you have this orb with wings which sort of is representative of the ideas taking flight and then on the little crest below that orb with wings you have the uh, lingam and the yoni together Again, every time it makes me yep. crack up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all about um, oneness. It's like the, the duality coming together and merging. And then you have these very, very curious um, sphinx figures in the foreground. Is it plural sphinx? Plural sphinxes? Sphinx eyes. Sphinx. Sphinxes. Some sphinxes. <laughs> Funks in the foreground. <laughs> wow. <laughs> These are interesting. Um, She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> These are interesting because these also represent duality and, again, the masculine and the feminine. One has boobs, basically, and the other one doesn't. So one's masculine and one's feminine. Um, but some people... Why would they give the sphunks? I literally don't know. But, um... Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really strange. So, apparently, one has a male... Has so got ap- one got one big boob? And one well, like, apparently, the one with boobs... It's realistic. The one with boobs has a male head, and the one with without boobs has a female head. So it's kind of like yin and yang. Yeah, it made me think of yeah, exactly. Because the black and white made me think of Mm -hmm. yin and yang. Yeah, and that made me think of why, if everything instead of masculine and feminine had was said yin and yang, we'd all have maybe quite different Mm. um, opinions about things because we wouldn't have a preconceived. Mm 
but they've got a bit of each other in them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which the yin and yang. Yeah. Symbol. And then you've got the 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 kind of coming together of the male and female symbol in between them. So it's like this is this is pretty much the card that is like gender is fluid, everything is fluid. Wait, sorry. <laughs> now hold up. <laughs> I don't you say that. gender is fluid. <laughs> no, the their faces is very much like the medieval lions. Yeah. You know how like when like the medieval drawings of big cats were like really creepy because they put people human faces, faces like, on human them. Faces. Exactly. I yeah. Stand up. The curious. And they have little lipstick on. Yeah, they they've got juicy, lipstick. Juicy lips. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let me just narrate. Jody um stood up from her chair, <laughs> leaned in closer to the card, <laughs> and looked curious. <laughs> what What were you uh? up there still trying to work out if that's a bigger boob on the right <laughs> <laughs> on the white that's one that's what we've latched on to like what it's just, just a big one boob is normally two. bigger than the other as they say yeah. no two boobs are the same i no feel like nothing the same um, by accident on these cards they're cousins yeah, yeah. not sisters the you sisters know? not twins there we go <laughs> <laughs> um sphinxes sphunks are are curious beings they represent enigmas or riddles which need to be solved the classic sphinx riddle is what has one voice but has four feet in the morning two feet in the afternoon and three feet at night is this the height thing oh is this oh. an actual foot, like people have feet, or is this a height thing, like oh. three feet, four feet? Because you grow at night, and then when you stand up, you shrink a little bit. But probably not a foot. Do you know that? No, what? Every <laughs> every night you grow a tiny bit, no. like a few millimetres. But when you stand up, you squash back down again. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this sounds like a conspiracy. We're back to conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, you're taller in the morning than you are in the evening. Wait, for mm. real? Yeah. Yeah. What? I heard mm. that too. Okay, I'm going to have to fact check this yeah. later. But the answer is a human who crawls as a baby, oh. stands on two legs as an adult, and then uses a cane in old age. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ah. Nice. And well. that is... So yeah, the, these sphinxes are these curious beings that represent, I guess, kind of like secrets, <laughs> conspiracy theories, <laughs> <laughs> things that we might never know the answer to. But that we're on a quest to, I guess, overcome and uh, have drive our lives. So the Sphinxes pull the chariot. They pull the chariot. They pull the charioteer. Um, they're pulling in opposite directions, but that doesn't matter. It still pulls it forward. It pulls it forward. There are no reins on this chariot, which is important to mention. So he does not control these creatures by That's force. Nice. He controls them with his will Mm. Um, and with his magic wand, basically, which sort of takes us back to the magician and his magic wand and the sort of repeated symbolism. So it's kind of like we've come full circle in a way from the magician to the chariot. He's he's gone on a bit of a soul searching escapade and Mm. um, we're now contending with the big ideas of life so this card is and then you have the moat in the background and then the castle on the other side of the moat 
So the charioteer is separated from the castle by the moat. And this card is basically all about uh, spiritual awakening, conscious levelling up, soul ascension, um, and alignment with your higher self. So this mm-hmm. this person is totally in alignment with his higher self. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Um, has willpower and control um, but he's also focused on his goal Mm. despite anything that you know might steer his focus away he's he's on a path eyes on the prize yeah when you said the word quest I, I felt that yeah deeply yeah I like the word quest but also I was thinking about I think like I said in the beginning there's a lot of movement to this card there's a lot of like I don't know like forward pushing energy something cardinal about Mm -hmm. it you know what's interesting you say that because it's ruled by cancer there we go and I I actually saw that in my research as well and it was really interesting that's ruled by cancer which is a cardinal sign and there's something about it that I think maybe it gets misconstrued or we think action and that's a bit more like Mars a bit more Aries cardinal a bit more Capricorn cardinal Mm -hmm. But there's something about cancer that brings it into the internal, the moon, the intuition, the connection with internal. And I was thinking about what the chariot could be. And I was like, I think it's a vehicle almost like between your internal, between the internal and external. Like it's the vehicle in between that like links them, like links the intuition with being able to bring it out into the material world and take it forth, you know go forward with it absolutely that was my um that was my take on that absolutely and and there's something here about when you take that step to move forward do you look behind are you looking behind at what you're leaving there's something about loss there and i guess and separation like the moat is in between the towers in the back and you're leaving are you going to come back or is this a forward motion? And it's kind of like, it made me think about, I guess, reflective questions. You know, we bring up reflective questions for mm-hmm. these cards. And I was thinking about how do we cope with change? Are we, d- does life, life moves on, but do we move on with it? Do we choose to move? You know, is it in alignment with us? And... I guess I also, there's something about like intuition here, like with cancer kind of energy. And I was thinking about like gut instinct and intuitive knowledge and embodied knowledge. Because I read something about this card as well that was saying that it was, it governs the torso as a body part. And that was really interesting because I think in like movement analysis, you can walk forward with different parts of your body leading. So some people kind of like, when they walk, you can see they kind of lead with their head, you know, or sometimes people lead with like their legs or their feet. And sometimes people lead with their center and it's like their core is quite stable. And this is what it reminded me of, like leading with your torso, leading with your stomach, leading with your gut, the instinct that's like stable Mm. moving forward, not with like the mind, you know, Mm. the head. 
Did that land somewhere? Was that weird? <laughs> it did. It did with me. I was thinking about the the colors of again yellow and blue in here, which mm. is like yellow is very much gut, blue is very much third eye. Okay. So third eye being intuition, yellow being gut, the second brain. You know, when you have a gut feeling about something, and I think it sort of speaks to those two things being in alignment when and and knowing that something is right because you can feel it and the stars and everything in this card which speak to divine you know divine timing and spiritual alignment and this idea that if you're aligned that nothing can stop you and it doesn't matter if you have to leave something behind because that's part of your journey we always have to leave something behind you know we're always moving into becoming a new person you know you weren't the same person that you were a year ago mm-hmm. you op- you sort of you know embody the same body but you're not her or him um or they exactly <laughs> you're just, you're 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 driving mm. the chariot of your body literally but someone else was doing it a year ago which is quite a weird thought Hmm. and that is such a weird thought yeah Hmm. what's that they say is it again seven our cells regenerate like totally regenerate every seven years so (laughs) yeah every seven years we go through like a total total regeneration yeah don't your taste buds change every like eight years Maybe it's like seven. seven something eight. that it might <laughs> even be seven. Something like seven. that. And your hair. I, I, I don't, I've heard, mm. I don't, I've never researched it. But the things that your hair changes a bit every seven years. Mm. So there's something about like, I, I guess when I look at the card, I think about like celebrating transformation. Mm. There's something like I'm conscious, like it's a conscious choice to be on this path. You know, it's not just like change is happening and it's chaotic and it's all around me. It's like change is happening and I'm looking straight at it and I'm going towards it. And it's happening in the process of of this transition, of this um, travel. Mm. Yeah, and that, that made me think of as you're on this transition or in this journey or in this discovery instead of you being still and working out what to do and then you move to the next thing I'm picturing someone moving along and like you said like all these things swirling around I saw actually on Instagram someone said there was this visual about how the planets move around the sun and they were saying this is how we see the planets moving around the sun the sun's still Mm. in the middle of the screen and the planets are just moving around in a horizontal way Mm. And then it showed actually what they're doing. And the sun is firing through the galaxy. And all of the planets are like swirling around mm-hmm. it in different ways and making different patterns. And that's what I picture that we're on this path. And all these things are swirling around us while we're changing and transitioning. Rather than it being we're sitting still, working out what to do. And then we move to the next stage and the next step. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole malleable consistent constant thing mm-hmm. and then what's what is everyone's like relationship to that kind of fluid trusting the process 
kind of change because some people like you said the kind of static like think before we make the move this is like feel it and mm-hmm. do it as it's happening mm-hmm. it's all already happening so mm. just get into it you know get into it yeah that it's, makes me yeah. feel a bit more at ease about it because it's like well well it's changing as we're going you don't have to know exactly what's happening or exactly what the next thing is because it's it's a constant rather than staying still needing that exact answer and then moving to the next the step hesitance yeah mm. the the transition and the malleabus and the movement makes me feel more at ease mm. but that's just for me mm. Mm. I liked what you said about just kind of because in a way this car's also quite meditative because it's like keeping still before you make that choice and go forward with that decision because the sphinx is are lying down in this like it actually appears they're not moving even though it feels like there's a lot of movement in this card it's the card is literally filled with this just like potential Mm. potential for change in the after deck they're actually stood up ready to walk but here they're lying down so it's like he's he's kind of reflecting on where he's going to go next and it's interesting that he's outside the castle beyond the moat which kind of suggests that there's something in like taking taking your time away from everything in order to fully like understand the needs of your higher self and Mm. to sort of integrate these ideas and think about where you've been and where you're going and it's that kind of integration that is is all this power behind behind the chariot which is what's about to drive him um forward um mm. i had a thought about like what you were saying about um you know how do you feel about just kind of letting going with the, the flow almost as represented by the moat about like just letting things kind of happen in divine timing and it reminds me of when i used to work in corporate finance and I was just like I I'm progressing in this but I just don't care about it and you can progress in so many ways Mm. you can just you can just keep pushing forward with something so arbitrarily but it's like this isn't hitting this isn't hitting my gut instinct it's not tapping on my intuition this isn't fulfilling me it's not like feeding my soul I'm just climbing a ladder for the sake of what because mm. the higher offense taught like taught me that this is what I need to do because mm. you know this is what society says and I think that's what this card is about it's like you can you can break away break away from the castle go over the moat and do things the way that you want to do it you don't need to do it mm-hmm. in you, you you don't and it's funny that we literally like started on conspiracy theories because it's like borderline how how do you see the world like that's kind of what spiritual awakening is it's like oh my god oh my god this isn't the world isn't literally what i thought it was mm-hmm. i can just quit my job in corporate finance you know it's like a scene in um what's it like soul where this there's all these like lost souls on this plane and there's this guy working in an office and they just like kick this soul off this plane and it finds its 
body and this office worker just kind of like springs into life and he just like knocks all of these computers over and he's like I'm free and he just like runs out of the office and it's like yeah that kind of level of Mm. it's like finding your soul again Mm. um yeah reconnecting with your higher self and being like oh my god I don't have to be a robot um I don't have to just progress emptily like I can even if it's scary I can yeah leave it behind throw it away and just try something new Mm. that's so true and I think what you're saying with the kind of making moves doesn't mean you're making moves intuitively and it doesn't mean you're making moves that are in line with yourself and yeah. your purpose and your whatever you want to you know believe and like you were saying the sphinx is like lying down and there is this kind of weight but you've already crossed the moat mm. you're on the other side of it and even if there is a pause there's still movement going on so even if you're not in action and moving the fact that you've chosen to get there to make the move is already movement in itself yeah so it's not like a static thing yeah it's very interesting yeah there's a there's a hunger for something and that hunger is is movement enough the hunger again Mm -hmm. sits in the gut feeling which leads me to question the what this is my question is what motivates you and what pulls you forward literally really do you like what you're doing is it is it nourishing you is it feeding you if not why are you doing it hmm? all very good questions to ask where have you um landed jody <laughs> are they all the questions that i'm asking myself at the moment mm. <clears throat> so it's very um and have been for a while and i felt like during asking this question almost when you try to force the answer it doesn't come so there's the part that is the divine time and having to trust in why the answer isn't coming and you can still move forward <clears throat> doesn't mean you have to sit back and just do nothing and wait but try to see something about the stillness of what will happen in that because it's still like you say it's there's still movement happening in the stillness it's not stopped um and when i was ill a few weeks ago and i just gave into it it was just didn't really do anything to do with life or work for two weeks i had so much more time to think about what i wanted to do and think about options and um when there's too much stuff going on around it's hard to actually listen and be and you said something earlier about <clears throat> about the time I can't remember what it was but I had the same thought about the right timing and about the space to feel and to be able to feel it rather than just going with mm. what's happening mm. so yeah I feel it interests me it's called I don't know what it what I'm feeling but I'm feeling connected or interested in what it's about Mm. I think that's the the curiosity that you're bringing is like a key key component to this a key Mm. you know piece so 
since we're coming to the end, any kind of final points of intrigue, things to leave the audience with, things to leave us with? Where have we landed? Where have we arrived? I'm kind of landing, uh, interesting, I'm like landed in the reverse meaning, which is all about trying to have too much control and taking the reins where you actually need to let them go. Mm. So, yeah, it's this. it feels like a hard one to do justice, but ultimately, like, all these symbolism, like the symbolism of the castle kind of being your your mind almost like this mind prison almost it's a Mm. bit like step outside of yourself a little bit get in touch with your higher self have a conversation with them and see what they want you to do and see where it takes you next um yeah yeah that's kind of where 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 i land keep showing up Mm. keep doing the work because yeah something will something will shift i feel like the card is almost representing what we're saying it's like we there is it's like this trust in that it will come and you can't control what things mean or what's going to happen in a lot of ways we're trying to almost i feel like i'm trying to bring an end to the card and to this conversation it's like it isn't it's still moving it it's still end. happening yeah. and it's we don't have what did you say not um like not taking the reins and it's there are no reins we can't say right this is yeah what we've talked about this is what it means this is what we feel because it's still flowing exactly and um as much like all the ideas and things you have and the direction you think you want to go it's also not trying to be too controlled about finding the answer and just a bit more about the discovery and where that discovery leads you mm-hmm. yeah I was getting a really strong sense of daring to trust yourself daring to trust the path the paths mm. and daring to trust this the sphunks yeah. in front of you you know there's something about like I think how I've landed and how I've arrived here now is something about travel buddies. Something something interesting in the dynamic of, of the chariot, the, the person standing in, in the chariot and the sphunks. Yeah, the funky sphunks. <laughs> the funky sphunks. And there's something about, do you want to put reins on them? No, let them be, let them do their thing, but they're all a part of you as well. It's just you controlling mm. you, really. Mm. Yeah. And What's guiding you? Yeah. Mm. What do your sphunxes look like? Yeah. Yeah. Do they look like these sphunks, or are they a bit more like boring? No offense. Sphunks. Yeah. Are true. they your? Are they your friends? Are they your colleagues? Is it you? Mm. Is it your family? Is it your business idea? Is Maybe. it? Are they an extension of yourself? Yeah. A little Who homework. Are your sphunxes. Yeah. Homework. A yeah. little craft project. Get some paints out. Get some paper. You could even make a little like I don't know clay model mm. situation. Make your sphunks. Yeah. What do they look like? Obviously, they don't have to look like actual sphinxes, sphunks. But what what if things are guiding you and it's something to your intuition? If you have this kind of what's the relationship between the internal and external? Mm. What is guiding you forward in different directions and 
through life? What does that look like? If it manifested itself into physical reality, what does that look like? Mm. I love that. We should do that. Craft time. Yeah. Mm. And then that made me think of um, if like something overtook your sphinxes mm. and then you were following something, but it's like a, an evil alien or something that's come over and and you're following that instead of your sphinxes. <laughs> sphinxes kill me every time. <laughs> So um, have you let your sphinxes be yeah. taken over by? Are you manipulating your sphinxes, or is some? Are you letting <laughs> someone sphinxes. manipulate your sphinxes? Mm. Yeah, you know, the sphinxes also have a power to destroy you. Like they yeah, are big, they're vicious, big ancient cosmic beings. Mm, like with juicy lips. They are bloodthirsty. <laughs> like that is not lipstick. That is blood. <laughs> <laughs> they, they demand respect. Yeah, definitely. Oh. I love this ending. Yeah. How would we... How do we get here? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. You can follow us at Solstice London on Instagram. And uh, yeah, DM us. You can leave us a review. Also on whichever podcast platform you are listening to and tell your friends about us. Uh, how would How would we say goodbye in the chariot fashion? We just wouldn't, I don't think. No, I always feel like we need to dive deeper with the sphinxes. Yeah, should I just let the recording go on for like another few hours and it's silent? <laughs> just yeah. let people listen to yeah. white noise? I was just going to go like, meh, because I thought that's how sphinx would sound. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. say your goodbye. Meh. Bye. Bye. Bye.